abounding more and more in depth of knowledge and insight so we might be able to discern. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in Philippians chapter 1. going to be looking at verses 7 through 11 today. As Paul begins uh, this letter to the Philippian believers. Now, it's apparent from the outset that Paul had a very loving relationship with the people of Philippi and the believers there. Uh, He was closely united to them and in close uh, relationship with them. Uh, He expresses uh, such loving, compassionate uh, desire for them and their friendship and uh, gratitude in his heart for the community there. And that continues as uh, we go through the verses that we'll be studying today. But Paul also has some really wonderful things to say uh, for us that I think apply to our journey as Christ's disciples. So before we get into the text, let's go before the author. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We come hungry. We come ready. Um, We know, Lord, that... Uh, if we get off into our day too far without pausing to consider your word, uh, Lord, um, it's very likely that we will um, sort of push your word to the back burner. Uh, it's important for us to make time each day uh, to study your word and to put it front and center in our lives. And so, Lord, we take this time to do that. And we ask once again that your spirit would speak through the word that we might grow in our knowledge and insight um, so that we might be able to discern and apply your word um, in our lives and in the situations we find ourselves in. So we give you thanks and we ask that your spirit would be mightily at work through your word today once again. In your name, Jesus. Amen. All right. Philippians 1, 7 through 11. Paul writes, It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now, in verse 7, he's following up on some of the things that he expressed by way of uh, his feelings for and toward the believers in Philippi yesterday in verses 1 through 6. And he says, it's right for me to feel this way. I've got you in my hearts. So whether I am in chains, I'm in prison for the sake of the gospel, or whether I'm in the field of ministry defending and confirming the gospel among the elite of whatever culture I'm engaging or the governmental authorities, all of you share in God's grace with me. We're in this together. And I so highly value your partnership for the gospel as we're building the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. In verse 8, he says, God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Now, 
That is a powerful statement about the unity of heart and the unity of spirit Paul feels with the believers in Philippi. And that will uh, really set the trajectory for the rest of this letter because Paul deeply, deeply feels uh, the love of Jesus in his heart for the believers there as they have expressed his love uh, reciprocally with Paul as well. This is a beautiful relationship, and I believe this is how our partnerships for the gospel ought to look. We ought to um, feel this depth of love for one another as fellow members of the family of God in Christ. In verse 9, he moves on and he says, My specific prayer for you is this, that your love, your expression of the love of God, your expression of the unconditional agape love of God for one another and for those around you that are um, lost and broken and hurting may abound more and more, may grow uh, deeper and deeper in knowledge and insight. Um, and so that's a wonderful prayer uh, that our love, uh, our ability to love like Jesus loves would abound, would grow more and more in knowledge and depth of insight for this purpose, verse 10, so that you may be able to discern what is best <laughs> and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So first let's talk about discernment. Discernment is uh, God's spirit honing within us a mind and heart that is conformed to God's will so that we have spiritual insight and understanding about the situations we find ourselves in and the choices and decisions we are faced with. We have discernment about people and situations. Um, and this is the a spiritual gift that God hones within us as we grow to know him more and more. Um, and it's a powerful gift. Uh, we can employ this gift in our decision-making processes. We can employ this gift about the people we're considering uniting ourselves with uh, for the purpose of ministry or business or uh, in life. And God uh, hones this gift of discernment, and it's a wonderful gift that is meant for our benefit, ultimately to protect us from uniting with people who mean us harm and helping us navigate through situations that could be harmful or detrimental for us. And uh, so this is a gift that God provides um, so that we can discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. We can keep ourselves close to Jesus and united with Christ and avoid some of the pitfalls that obviously come our way because we have an enemy who is actively attempting to tempt us um, out of a close contact with God, tempt us to embrace the world's ways, tempt us to walk in sin, tempt us to uh, fail to trust God rightly. Uh, there's all kinds of ways the enemy is seeking to trip us up. And so the Lord has provided us with a spirit of discernment. And as it grows within us, it keeps us on uh, the path that God has laid before us. And so that we might be filled, 11, with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. It comes through Christ alive within us, and it comes through knowing Christ as Lord and Savior, our personal connection with God in Christ. And... 
for the ultimate purpose <laughs> of the glory and praise of God. All of these things work together so that God gets the glory and God gets the praise as our lives become these living reflections of his work within us. All right, my friends, wonderful words as we continue to consider them in our hearts today. I pray that the Lord would uh, hone these insights and grow them within you that they might impact your spiritual life in real and powerful ways. All right, my friends, go forth in his love today, and thanks for taking some time out of your day to study with us. God bless.